Blog Talk Radio. And now, it's time for the Vanessa Hall Harper Show, giving the people what they want on the all-new KBOB 89.9 FM, Community Radio, Expect. Welcome to the Vanessa Hall Harper Show, District 1 City Councilor, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thanks for tuning in. I want to introduce my co-host, Dr. Tiffany Crutcher, the hardest working woman in the community. Boots on the ground. How you doing, Tiffany? All right. So this is our this is our first show, and so uh, we kind of Bobby got us in here learning uh, how to be DJs and stuff. So uh, we we're excited to be here, and and we want to be able to you know engage the community, like give the community a voice to call in, uh, ask questions, and and, and make comments and statements uh, just about how you feel uh, and things that are going on in the community so we can have some honest and open dialogue about it uh, that, that can ultimately result in solutions uh, to the issues we face. And so, Dr. Crutcher, you got anything to say? Well, I'm excited about this platform um, that the Bobby Eaton Show has given us, and it's always a privilege and a pleasure uh, when I have the opportunity to just share the the stage, the radio, the airways um, with you, you said that I was one of the hardest working <laughs> sisters in the community, but, you know, I have to give you that same credit and give it back to you. Um, uh, I'm just so grateful for your leadership and all that you do for our community. You just don't walk the talk, you walk your walk, and uh, I'm grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It it takes, it certainly takes the community as a whole, so we'll, we'll keep Staying in the fight. Um, so let's let's get it started. Uh, we know uh, here in our community, I don't want to beat around the bush, um, that we have some some issues uh, that we are facing uh, as it relates to law enforcement in our community. And so let's let's get to it and 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 hopefully encourage anyone to please call in. That number is six four six seven one six five five two five. Again, call in at six four six. Seven one six five five two five, and press the one button, and uh, so we can get you on the air and 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 start some dialogue. But let's get it started. Let's get it started. Well, we all know that uh, there's been a lot of fireworks around uh, the recent news uh, dealing with our newly appointed police chief, Major Wendell Franklin, and, and I know that everyone we've we've seen the differences of opinions. Uh, the different philosophies, and everyone who knows me, you know that I've been on this battlefield. I've been fighting for justice here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the last three and a half years straight without a break, fighting for police reform, fighting for criminal justice reform. Uh, if you don't know, back in September of 2016, <clears throat> excuse me, my twin brother Terrence Crutcher was shot and killed by a Tulsa police officer, and I'm telling you, it re-energized, it re-engaged uh, uh, the movement um, to, to fight against police brutality and, and promote and push for police accountability. Um, and, and with that, we I teamed up with the counselor here, Vanessa Hall Harper, 
and we decided that, you know, we're going to see what we can do about this together. And um, consequently, the mayor released an equality report. And that report, as it relates to our community, there was a justice indicator that stated that blacks in Tulsa are five times more likely to be victims of use of force and two and a half to three times more likely to be arrested or racially profiled. And um, we said that was alarming. Those numbers were alarming, being that we're about 15 percent of Tulsa's population, black people. And then, of course, Indians and Hispanics, Latinx individuals, they fall right behind and they're right there. And so Mm -hmm. we decided to push the city council to hold public hearings. They call them special meetings Mm -hmm. to, to see uh, if we can figure out why this is happening, we know that this has happened and this has been happening um, for a hundred years. Yes. And and, and so, uh, Councilor Hall Harper, being the only Black counselor on the Tulsa <laughs> City Council, decided to push, 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 and finally we got a vote to make it happen. And so all summer long, we've been on the front lines pushing, um, uh, going through these hearings and pushing for reform and. And then, Councilor Hall Harper, we hear that Chuck Jordan, who was the chief during the time that Terrence Crutcher was killed and Joshua Harvey and Joshua mm-hmm. Barre um, was killed, that he decided that he wanted to retire. Of course, my family called for his resignation early on, and, and mm-hmm. we pushed and pushed and pushed, and we finally got that notice, and here we are. We're up now to, to look for a new police chief, and just yes. two days ago, uh, Mayor G.T. Bynum selected the first black police chief uh, in Tulsa's history, Wendell Franklin, and uh, there are a lot of concerns about that. And so I'll stop and just see if you want to chime in, Counselor, and then, of course, I'll share my concerns uh, with this election and um, things that we need to be careful of um, as it relates to uh, what's happening in and this illusion of inclusion. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. I, I do have concerns. Uh, I am hopeful that we can uh, move forward and, and, and have some accomplishments made in this regard uh, in our community. And that's certainly what we will continue uh, to, to speak out for, to fight for uh, and push for. But um, I, I would be lying if I, if I didn't say that I, I do have some concerns uh, about the selection um, and just of, from statements uh, that have been made um, concerning uh, uh, during the excuse me during the the press conferences and, and the statements that were being made, I, I'm concerned that what I heard and I want to meet and I want to say that up front. I want to meet and have face to face conversations because uh, that's the only way we can we can come to agreements and move forward and uh, and really improving the quality of life in our community as it relates to policing. But I was discouraged when I heard him say that um, there's no biased policing uh, that takes place in Tulsa when, in fact, uh, we have studies, uh, equality, the equality indicator index that you just mentioned. Uh, we've had a Gallup poll studies. These were funded, funded by uh, the city of Tulsa, the Human Rights Watch, which is a worldwide, worldwide known organization who does in-depth studies. Their study was for three years. They studied three years the city of Tulsa in its policing practices and looking at the very data uh, that our police officers report uh, and clearly have found uh, biased policing. Uh, and so when I heard him say that uh, early on in, in one of the interviews, uh, that was discouraging because, again, these two of the reports are actually funded by the city of Tulsa, um, and so I'm, that that caused me some grave some grave concern. If how can we move forward in solving a problem if we don't even acknowledge that there is a problem? And, and what's interesting is that Major Franklin stated that he's a data guy. He's a data guy, that, and if you're a data that guy, me. that hit me. And you don't believe your own data. That's that's disturbing. And you know, you know, we talk about locally, but let's look at at this criminal justice system statewide. I mean, Oklahoma has the second highest imprisonment rate in the country. Exactly. And women are incarcerated at higher rates uh, here in Oklahoma more than any other country in the world. I mean, so how can we (laughs) acknowledge or not acknowledge that racially biased 
policing doesn't exist when disproportionately blacks are affected more than any other race. And so we have some work to do. And the fact that we're excited about the first black chief tells you that we have a lot of work to do, that we're excited about the first black. um, And and that's what we hear all the time. We have the first uh, black this or the first black that. We have a black city council, the only one, and we're (laughs) excited about that. And Mm. so this is America. And, you know, we've come so far yet man, we have a lot of work to do. Absolutely. And, and, and so I was just as, as disturbed uh, at Major Franklin. And, and get this, um, we hear that he was invited to attend Representative Regina Goodwin's town hall this morning, um, and he canceled on us. He canceled on the black community, haven't even been sworn in. Wow, and, and 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 this is someone that we pay. We you you know we pay, and so that grew uh, up in this community. That grew up in this community. His little brother was my little brother's dear friend. He's a BTW grad. I'm a BTW grad. And and, and let me just say this to my fellow BTW graduates. Let's just look at the facts, because if I was appointed the chief of police, I would expect you all to hold me accountable. I would expect for you all. You know, to 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 hold me accountable to speaking up for you and your children, and and we can't sit back and just give someone a pass because they are black. Wake up! Let's not get distracted. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, we need policies changed in this city as it relates to policing. Let's forget about the chief. And so, where I am, nothing is going to change for me. We're still going to be on the front lines right. fighting for comprehensive community policing. And you can't do that in isolation of the community. I don't believe in groupthink. We're going to have differences of opinions. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to agree with you, Major Wendell Franklin, if you're listening. We're not going to agree with you, Mayor Bynum, if you're listening. And that's how you start to develop relationships and build something that can be long-lasting. But if if you're afraid to face the people that you're supposed to protect and serve, and you haven't even been sworn in, that's a problem. I text and call Major Franklin myself. I have yet to get a response back. I, I spoke with him during the forums, the public forums, and, and, and shared with him my concerns and, uh, you know, during the Betty Shelby trial when, when, when I said, hey, are you going to stand with us? You know, you know it's wrong. Are you gonna? And he told me that he couldn't. He told me no because – there's something called the FOP. There's something called the union. There's something called the us versus them, the blue line. And he told me, no, he had to straddle the fence. And, and, and that hurt me because, you know, I want somebody who looks like me. I really, really do. I would prefer. But what I would prefer the most is someone who has a track record of building trust with law enforcement and black community. Someone who has a track record of, of, of um, uh, having a background in community policing, and 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 That's and it. a lot of the candidates here, Council Hall Harper, they've been a part of this culture and this system for the last fifteen, twenty years, and so I yep. thought it would be only right, only fair to at least do a nationwide search and let's compare these four candidates exactly to the nation, and let's see if we actually have the best. But you have come out the gate stating that you don't believe that TPD has a problem, but you're a data guy and we've humanized this data. And so I want for my community and for my BTW family to stay woke. Mm -hmm. You know, we're willing to give anyone a chance, but you have to be willing to sit down at the table with us versus saying, oh, you got to work with TPD. No, we pay you to serve and protect us. Bottom line. So we're going to keep uh, pushing for reform, working with our city councilors and, and exposing the truth because you can't fix a problem unless you acknowledge that you have one. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Frederick Douglass said, agitate, agitate, agitate. And that's the only way uh, true change, meaningful change is going to happen. And so we definitely, uh, that's certainly uh, something that I'm going to continue to work on. Uh, we're not going to go along to get along. It, it, where has that gotten us uh, in this country? Historically, where has it gotten us in the city? Um, so that is not a, a recipe for success. That's, that's not a, a recipe for progress. Um, and so uh, we are certainly are willing. Um, I don't want to, to be uh, or seen as a basher, uh, particularly of, of anyone 
uh, that's of, in leadership uh, from our community, the black community. Uh, but I'm again, I'm not going to go along to get along. I'm not going to say or give passes uh, because this is life or death. What we're talking about, this is life, life and death. Yes, it is. Um, and so we can't we can't just be satisfied. We know, and and this was this troubled me. I, I knew it was going to happen. Um, and the first in, in the first news coverage I saw, the first news coverage I saw after the announcement was made, the first thing they said was, as we approach the centennial celebration of the 1921 race massacre, and I said I knew it. I knew that is that was the story in which our local media was going to put up, and and I was concerned about that because uh, I don't want I, I, Tulsa has a black eye, a huge black eye. Uh, both eyes are black, for that matter, and a fat lip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can't say, look, although it is historical that we have uh, the first black chief of police, uh, we can't say, okay, see, that's we, Tulsa's not racist. We don't have a race problem. You know, we 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 can't use that as an excuse to 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 put forth that that version of the story when we in this community in this city knows better. We know better that that is not the case. And so I'm concerned that by doing that, those that don't live in this city, live in this state, will say Tulsa is being progressive. Right, right. That's you know, right. that's a false narrative. It's a false narrative. And, and, and that's what concerns me more than anything. Yes, we have the centennial approaching, but we want true change, not just to say we, we put, a, we put a, a, a black face up. And that's not to say that, that, that uh, Chief Wendell uh, Franklin is not going to be able to, to be successful and, and to make some things happen in this community. I hope and pray that he does. Absolutely. And, and you know what, Counselor? He has yeah. a huge opportunity to get huge. this right. He has a huge opportunity. And so meet with the people who's been on the front line fighting for this. Sit down and talk to us because we've been living this. We've been breathing this. We've been eating this. You can't turn your back on us. For too and long. So, so, no, we're not going get, to get along, but let's sit down at the table and, 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 and learn from each other. Yeah. Learn from each. I don't profess to know what goes on all the time within law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm open for a ride along, but you got to be open for a ride along with the community. Exactly. You, you get what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. It goes back and forth. And, and then you also, and those for you that don't know, my husband is a police officer, 25 years. And, and, and so obviously we, we have conversations since we live in the same house. But um, the concern I have with ride alongs, and I get that question, have you done a ride along? I don't need to do a ride along. I live with a police officer. But, but for other people in the community, yeah, if you want to do that, go for it. But the reality is, and what my husband has, has shared with me on numerous times, well, if you're going to do a ride along, uh, the, the, the officers, uh, the leadership that, that sets up those ride alongs, they're not going to put you with the problemed officers. Oh. See, you, you got a job. If you work, you know who the problemed employees are. You know who the people that don't show up on time, that you can't depend on. Well, it's the same thing in any profession. And so they're going to put you with that great officer, those ones that we celebrate, those ones that love their work, that love what they're doing, that, that, that is doing it for the right reasons. And that is by far most of the officers on the police force. I have no doubt in that. But there are some problems. There are some problem officers that we need to address. And to act like they don't exist or to cover up for them. That's problematic, and that's why we don't have trust in this community. We need to be treated the same way they do. And, and understand this. It's not about Major Wendell Franklin. He has made some some problematic uh, comments. He went against the black officers' uh, uh, lawsuit coalition. coalition. Um, I mean, just what he said just here yesterday, it is. But it's about the system, the system of corruption, the system of oppression, this policing. This We, we live in a police state. And we have to face that and acknowledge that. But, but I, you know, I'm only here just for a short time this morning, counselor, because I have somewhere else to be. But I would like to take some callers yep. right now, if that's okay. I know we have some people on the line, and we don't we don't have any right now. Okay, wow. Okay. Well, let's let's keep it rolling. Let's well, keep well, it rolling. Well, let's give the number again. So call in. We definitely want to hear uh, what it is you have to say. Call Absolutely. in six four six seven one six five five two five. Again, six four six. Seven one six five five two five, and press the one button. And, and, remember to do that. Yes, yes, ma'am. And I want to give a shout out to demanding a just Tulsa. Oh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't work. We couldn't work with a better group of of organizers and activists who Absolutely. are on the front line fighting for our children, Absolutely. fighting for our community, fighting for a just Tulsa. And so you may 
hear people saying, oh, they need to go away. They're just agitators. But guess what? Guess what? Yeah. Nothing changes without agitation. We're taking, you know, we're taking um, uh, uh, the blueprint from from the best of the best, from the right. Ella Bakers, from the Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. from from the Fannie Lou Hamers, yes, from sir. from Malcolm X, from from Martin Luther King, from the best of the best, mm-hmm. from our ancestors, who who built Greenwood and Black Wall Street, and so we're not just on the front lines because we want to. You think I wanted to leave Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> Council Hall Harper? I'm doing very well to come back home. That. Yeah. Yeah. Leave my job. Your practice. Yeah. Yeah. Be on the front line to do this. Yeah. This is not something that I want to be doing. It's something that I have Have to be doing because I can't bring Terrence back. Right. We can't bring Joshua Harvey and Jeremy Lake back. But what we can do is make sure their children doesn't have the same fate that they have. And it is our duty. It is our duty to resist and to fight for freedom and to make sure that they have a better life um, than we did. And so. Um, don't, don't, don't feel guilty. You know, if you're out there and people are saying, oh, you're, 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 you know, treating a black man bad. It's not about that. It's about right and wrong. It's about justice. It's about love. And you have to be about love. If you're on the front line doing this work, sacrificing, getting death threats. I know council hall Harper, we were just comparing the death threats and, and the harassment that we get online on a daily basis, simply because we're fighting for 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 what's right and what's just and so pray for us exactly as we continue to fight for for comprehensive policing reform we know that the city council uh they've been meeting week in and week out going over all of the information that they gathered from the special meetings this past summer Mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to to you know making some major changes we're Mm -hmm. not going to just brush that under the rug we're not going to do it and so it doesn't matter who's in office who the 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 chief of police is we have work to do and we just have to stay focused this is a distraction and 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 the mayor you know he did something that was quote unquote symbolic but my life isn't about symbolism right now at this point right i just want to live that's a moment this is a moment. That that's a moment. That's a moment. We we're about a movement. We're in a movement. We are in a movement. Absolutely. So call in and talk to us. Yeah, we want to know what we want to hear what you have to say. Six four six seven one six five five two five. All right. We're getting ready to go to break. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. We do workshops, we do mural workshops, we also work with elders in the realm of technology, and if you're looking for a logo, a business card, or a website, we have you there. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U-T-R-E-E-P.com. So if you're interested in any of these services, feel free to visit Underground Tree Studios online at utreep.com. Peace. 
KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Welcome back, everybody, Uh, and thanks for tuning in. Again, if you want to call in and and let your voice be heard, call in at 646-716-5525 and dial 1-646-716-5525. We're going to give it over to Dr. Crutcher. She has some information she wants to share with us. Uh, about some upcoming legislation. Absolutely. Well, as 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 I stated earlier uh, in the show, uh, Oklahoma has an incarceration crisis mm-hmm. on its hands. Um, we incarcerate more people than any other, I would say, country in the world, mm-hmm. and, and women, of course, more so than than anybody. And so, I'm a part of a coalition, a bipartisan coalition who is fighting really, really hard to decrease and mitigate uh, the incarceration rate here in Oklahoma, Oklahomans for for sentencing reform. And we just filed a ballot initiative, ballot initiative 805. I'm going to repeat that, 805. And and what we're trying to do, we're trying to get on the ballot in November uh, a bill or or, um, an initiative that will decrease sentencing Mm -hmm. enhancements. And that's one of the biggest drivers of the incarceration rate. Uh, You can get in trouble, do your time, get out, and then let's just say you do something else and and you get before the judge and the DA. They will look at your record and see that you've had a prior and they will stack years Mm. onto your time the Mm. next time. And so we end up having individuals locked up for years, Mm -hmm. for life, for nonviolent offenses. Mm -hmm. And and that's just crazy. It's it's ridiculous. And there are so many people affected by this criminal justice system, children whose mothers and fathers are are locked up for years. I mean, I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's affected my family big time just for for nonviolent drug Mm -hmm. charges. When Mm -hmm. you have people like Amber Geiger, who killed both them, John over in Dallas, <laughs> right. who's only going to serve probably four or five years for yeah. killing a man in his own home for eating ice cream right. because she's a police officer exactly. and white and, and white. And so we need for everyone come November, you know, we, we, we're, we're in signature collection phase right now. You may have seen people uh, at the MLK parade mm-hmm. at Whole Foods at Home Depot all around mm-hmm. the city, getting you to sign this petition because um, we need 178,000 signatures mm. to get it on the ballot. We are ahead of schedule. We know that we're going to get that, but come November, we need you to vote yes on 805. We need you to vote yes on 805, the ballot initiative to, to, to get people home. And if we if we pass this and, and we win this, and um, we'll be able to um, uh, piggyback on the huge commentation that happened a few months ago um, where we released about 500 plus individuals from prison here in Oklahoma. So remember, vote yes on uh, 805 and just look for us. You'll see a bunch of people with 805 shirts on. And and on February the 15th, we're going to have a rally, a huge rally at the Dream Center to share more information, to hear more stories uh, from people who are affected by uh, this incarceration crisis, and so we want you to be there. You want we want you to come and just just learn more about this initiative. And so, Council Hall Harper, what you got next? I uh, just want to uh, remind everybody that we will be here uh, uh, once a month. Our next time uh, for this show will be February uh, the twenty second, 
at 11 a.m. Again, February 22nd at 11 a.m. Please plan to tune in. Uh, we got a visitor in the studio. Yes. <laughs> the yes. chief. Yes, I'm a son recently uh, honored at the Terrence Crutcher Foundation Annual Gala as one of our honorees for all of his hard work in the community. Um, we're just so so we're gonna we're gonna throw him on we're gonna throw him on here. We're gonna throw some 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 questions at him uh, because it's always a blessing to hear uh, his voice and so. And to be on the front line with him. Oh yeah, already happy to be here. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know when Chief is around, I, I'm I got my, my back is being watched. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You don't have to worry I know about that. a thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take off the coat. <laughs> How you doing today, yeah, Chief? Well. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be in the, in How the you house, feeling? In the house of Eden. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have one question before I get up because I'm getting ready to leave. I have another event, but I just want to know how you feel about the new newly appointed police chief. Major Wendell Franklin. It's not really about how I feel. It's about how he feels. <laughs> right? And okay. I, he don't seem to be too comfortable with his position uh, as it relates to um, communicating with the people that he has served for uh, the extended amount of time that he's been in office uh, in his position as a major. And um, I think he's aware. It's not that he, I don't say I won't say I think I know he's aware of our community's predicaments and the the policies that we need to enforce and change to create change. I'm just not sure that he's, um, he's ready. Mm. You know, I, I'm just not sure that he's ready for what what's coming, what's at his doorstep. Mm-hmm. And you cannot walk away from it. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. You're going to have to address those really tough issues that we've put on the table for his predecessors. You know, he's basically inherited a real, um, a real job. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And for him to be of black face, that's going to create a real challenge for him that he has to, like I heard earlier, you all said it's an opportunity. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's going to either be an opportunity or it's going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how he has to address this. So, we're saying, hey, take the opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Like we did with everybody else who's come and tried to make change in mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bynum, this is an opportunity. an opportunity, but you making it a challenge, you know, mm-hmm. like we have to address these challenges. They don't say we have to address these opportunities. <laughs> That's right. That changes the mindset of everything. Absolutely. You know, it changes the dynamic. It was really disappointing that he, um, he counseled to meet with uh, at Regina's town hall this morning because I was really looking forward yeah. to that. And I know a few young people, even some members of the juice who were planning to go. Mm-hmm. So that's really, that was really disappointing. And my daughter talked to me earlier. She's a member of the juice show. And she said, I, I really don't see the point in going right now because I'm really disappointed that he did not, mm-hmm. that he declined an opportunity to I speak to the community. And you got young people who are really interested in, because they look at that like, whoa, we got a black police chief? Right. That can represent some real change, yeah. right? But then when you don't show up, that, man, and mm-hmm. they, they that triggers people, and they start thinking, oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. A no-show. Yeah. What what lessons, what, what messages that send to the community who knows they have to rely on you mm-hmm. to control the, <laughs> the, the police or the beast? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> However you want to show yeah. up on the scene, you know? Right. And, um, yeah, that's how I feel. You know, it's about, uh, it, it's about how does he feel? That's the question I have. Uh-huh. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. How, how comfortable are you in your own community? Mm-hmm. How comfortable are you going to be with the people who have been trying to stand up to make the community even better for you? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're still black. You could end up in the city and get pulled over that's and right. somebody not know you or in Bixby or, 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 or Collinsville or Claremore mm-hmm. or Sky to wherever. And people not know you and still, you still got that skin. That's it. And if you don't have policies that affect, if you don't have, if you don't believe bias, no, let me say, if you want to pretend that bias does not (laughs) exist, that's, that's really damaging. Mm -hmm. Man, it is, it is. I'm just uh, so disappointed. And, uh, you know, I, I wish the best for him and, and, and it's my prayer that he changes his, his mindset and his heart and, and, and that he's open to, to seize the opportunity 
to connect and bond with his community. Um, uh, that's what it's going to take at the end of the day. And so I'm going to get out of here, everyone. It was good being on for the first time. I'm looking forward to this show because our counselor is unbought and unbossed. Indeed, and, uh, you know, it's just been an honor to be back home working alongside, I would say, freedom fighters, soldiers, uh, Chief Amasan. I wouldn't want to be in, in this fight without you all. And mm. let me just share with you where I'm going right now, going on at Historic Vernon AME Church, right. Demaria Monday with Block Builders. That's right. She has the Saving Our Future Ending Cash Bail Seminar. It goes from 11 to 2. You still have time to get over there. Historic Vernon AME Church, 11 to 2. We're trying to end this cash bail system. And, and look, you know, they say that there's no racial bias in this system. And, and we, we're having to put on events like this. Right. Day in and day out. We're having to do ballot initiatives. The Crutcher Foundation has to go around and do Know Your Rights camps. Exactly. But there's no bias. Yeah, so exactly. I just want for everyone to stay woke. Don't get distracted. Woke. Let's continue to stay on the battlefield and, and keep fighting for our future generations. Right. So thank you. So love much. you all. Yeah, thank you. Before you to see you all at another event. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. See you later, Dr. Crutcher. Take care. Okay. We're going to have a break. And uh, so please stay tuned. We'll be right back with you. It's the Juice Radio Show, bringing the liveest people on our show. Tulsa's top chefs, music artists, and entrepreneurs. Sit down exclusively with the Juice. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. It's the Two Dogs Radio Show. Sports Talk has two new voices Jerome and Young. Talk NFL, NBA, NCAA, and local sports. Highlighting legendary coaches locally and around the globe. Two Dogs Radio Show starts now. tuning in and so we're gonna we're gonna get started uh right back with with the subject topic uh i wanted to just kind of go back to what uh, chief said earlier uh about just you know as 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 a black person living in this community uh even the concern uh a fear of, of if you are driving around in in, in neighboring communities and neighboring towns and so forth uh, i was reminded um because yeah, even if you're a police officer in in, in Tulsa, uh, when you when you leave uh, these city limits, uh, it can be problematic. Mm-hmm. And and I'm reminded of a, a situation. My husband and I went to Mississippi a couple of years ago, um, and 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 it was it was a funny situation. We laughed, but it was it was really sad. And 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 he had a situation uh, just to that point in Mississippi, where he's from. He's from, born and raised. Uh, and we were there, um, and we. My he and my daughter and I uh, went to have lunch. You know, we we woke up late, and, and so it was around eleven, twelve o'clock. He wanted breakfast because he's a breakfast eater. Yeah. I wanted my daughter and I wanted uh, Chick Fil A. We, we we wanted lunch, so he dropped us off. You know, in these small towns, you know, it's like a highway, a highway that yeah. goes right down between. So he dropped us off, and he went across the highway uh, to eat at Village Inn because he likes breakfast food, mm-hmm. right? He wanted some pancakes and some <laughs> some grits and some eggs yeah. and all that kind of good stuff. So about 15 minutes later, my daughter and I, we sitting over there and we're eating our food. You know, we had ordered our food and we were eating, being served. And he walks in and he sits at a table that was not far from us because we sat at a table just for two. So when he came in, he just went and sat down. And my daughter and I looked at each other and we were like, what is he doing? You know, Mm -hmm. and I said, what happened? And he turned around with this look on his face and he says, they didn't serve me. What? And this was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. About a year and a half ago. 
And and my daughter and I looked at each other and we just busted out laughing. <laughs> um, but you know, it's one of those situations where you 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 laugh to keep them crying. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you know uh, how how that really happened. You know, and what's the first thing that happens when you walk into a village inn, right? right? You sit up at the bar. First thing they knew was bring you a, a, a glass of water mm-hmm. and a menu, mm-hmm. right? And he said, the "Lady just kept walking right by." I mean, and and for those that don't know, my husband is a big black yeah. man. Yeah. It ain't like you know she didn't <laughs> see him, okay? Um, and and he and he just was not served. And this was in uh, a small town in in Mississippi, um, one of them towns that you know you you don't want to be in after dark, mm-hmm. you know, or you want to be where you gonna be. Sun, you better Sunday, yeah, you want to be at home. Um, and this happened just a couple of years ago. I shared that the other day with my students uh, at TCC. I teach federal government, and you should have seen some of the looks on their faces. Their faces just dropped in shock. And I said, yes, yeah, these things still happen mm-hmm. today. It's not just when we are studying history right. and we're studying what happens uh, in, 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 uh, in during the civil rights movement and, and blah, blah, blah. These are things that happen to, today. Right. Uh, and, and he was not served. And so mm-hmm. he came over there and, and – ordered and ate with us right but i mean that's the reality that we live in and so for anyone and and certainly someone in a position of of uh of chief of police to say that there is no bias um in policing uh is 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 problematic and is, is very concerning it's very concerning so i'm still hopeful that we can still work together to address some of the issues but i you know yeah. I, that's all I can be is hopeful. Right, right. <laughs> that's all I can be is hopeful. So we got a uh, we got a veteran, we got a veteran police officer retired, hey. Dean Finley, just walking into welcome, the studio. Welcome in the Come house. Come on, man, welcome sit on down. House, talk Mr. to Finley. us. Talk to us. You know this is a hot topic, uh, <laughs> and we wanna we wanna hear voices from the community. Um, again, I, I I am not one to bash uh, anyone. Uh, without giving an opportunity and, and to have a dialogue. Uh, and I'm still open to doing that, certainly as a citizen, but also as a city councilor. And so I'm hopeful that that will happen. But we can't ignore what's going on. Mm-hmm. I shared earlier that when, you know, when the first first interview I saw, they immediately went to, uh, we're getting, as Tulsa prepares to, to celebrate 100-year centennial, because we've said this for mm-hmm. the last few years, right. the question that will be on the floor is what has changed right. in a hundred years, right. what has changed. And, and unfortunately the answer is not much. Yeah. And so I think we're doing, we, we, we got this rush to do things, to put things in place, to, 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 to put a, a, a whitewash. Yeah. To pacify and put to whitewash makeup, make, put and put yeah lipstick on a pig mm-hmm. uh, for this city mm-hmm. as a whole. So that we don't look like right. the community that we really are. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, that's that's concerning for me because I don't I don't have a problem with the work and the fight to get to where we really need to be, but I'm not going to say we're there when we're not. I'm not going to sing kumbaya just to, to to satisfy the the powers that be, the power structure, and for a P- PR campaign. Right. Uh, not willing to do that. So if we're going to work and if we're going to make those changes that we need, it's going to have to be real. It's going to yeah, have to be and real. I think what's unfortunate is to take to take for granted. The previous lawsuit that mm. the black officers had, because truthfully, those officers who are now in position, who have titles and position, owe it to those people yep. who put, put that in place. That's they right. They, they, they put really, it on the line. They really owe it. But when you disconnect yourself from the history and the struggles of people who came before you, it's hard to appreciate yes. the sacrifice that they put on, you know, that they put into that. Because that was a long process. And yeah, I remember those brothers talking about the dissension between themselves and other officers mm-hmm. and legal professors, you know, different people in the legal field. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's a lot of tension for yes. a group of people to take on. And you got to deal with the problems in your community exactly. at the same time. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. And, it, and it was that, that if I can use the word generation or that class of people that uh, chief Franklin and, and my husband, mm-hmm. Marcus Harper, they benefited right. exactly. from the fight. They're the benefactors. Yeah. yeah, they are the benefactors of mm-hmm. that. They were not engaged in it. Right. Right. But they but they benefited That's from right. it because they were hired soon after and, mm-hmm. and came up in the ranks. Yep. So again, this was this was twenty five years ago. Because mm-hmm. that's what Marcus my husband celebrated his twenty fifth anniversary right. on T P D this month in right. January. So that's how I know it was twenty five years ago. And so, you know, to, to benefit from something, uh that that you didn't really have a role or a price to play, in, and then and then turn around and say, "Oh well, it, it, it ain't no racism. 
You know, there's no bias in our system. Come on now. That's that's a slap in the face to all the work uh, that was done. Right. That was done. And, and, and Dean Finley, uh, who's here in the studio with us, was one of those officers right. that was fighting right. for these that's very right. things. Yes. And so he can speak. He can speak directly to it. And so what you got to say, Brother Dean? I think it's pretty disappointing that he would uh, think that because, as you said, he wasn't in the fight. And he did benefit mm-hmm. from the struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got fired. We were harassed yep. uh, by uh, the the brass mm-hmm. at TPD. Uh, we saw uh, people mistreated. And we said something about put our careers mm-hmm. on the line. Mm-hmm. And then for somebody to come in and say, well, I, I don't see it. I and and the lawsuit did prove him wrong. Yeah, right. Because exactly. we that's won. Right. Yeah, consent mm-hmm. decree. We won it. Yeah. So and that's the second time. And as a matter of fact, I was hired as a result of racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 officers that fought were basically hired because of past racism. Mm-hmm. So how can you say there's no racism? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, I thought that maybe he would uh, have learned and experienced something is not right. Right. But I guess he didn't. Well, he's about to, because I, I, you, we know it exists. Exactly. We've heard him say in previous meetings. That he knows that there are bad, there's some bad fruit in the department yeah. that keep this thing going perpetually. And the, one of the things he stated to us was in an open meeting, he said, the biggest problem is the rehire policy. Because mm. mm-hmm. you can get rid of them, but they can get hired back. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he understands the, how the policy promotes and protects those people who create, who help that system move along with that, who help enhance, keep that bias moving, keep mm-hmm. it operating as a good system mm-hmm. that that will benefit those who are are accustomed to being in a position of oppression. Mm-hmm. It's a loop. Mm-hmm. It's a system. Mm-hmm. If we knock down something in time, they just rebuild it mm-hmm. and keep it going and. That's way yeah. you can stay in control. We get satisfied. Mm. Yeah, and that's what we can't do. We can't be pacified. satisfied and pacified, <laughs> uh, you know, just because uh, a black person has been placed in this position. We we need action to follow mm-hmm. that, and, and, and it can be historical. But, again, uh, I'm certainly one that's willing to, <laughs> to do the work, yeah. right? We've proven that, uh, to have the conversations. Um, but to, to refuse to engage uh, that that's that too will be that's going to be problematic for our community as we move forward. Right. And so let's let's hope that that that's something that will change soon. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, another hot topic, and I've been uh, responding to emails all week, uh, is about live PD. Right. I mean that 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 that's that's the hot topic, right? In my, resp- show. <laughs> in my response uh, to that. Uh, I was even asked, "Do you watch it?" I told him, "No, I don't." You know, I, I've been listening to ra- uh, police radios for 25 years. When I get home <laughs> and want to sit down and relax, right. that's not what I watch. <laughs> um, but but I am well aware uh, of of what's taking place, and I'm um, I'm well aware of of how the black community, brown and poor communities, are portrayed on these types of shows, and that is what I am concerned about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I think and it's unfair. Quite simply, it's betraying a false narrative by saying uh, that this is where crime happens, right? And so people, they are subliminally telling communities and citizens that those people are bad. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what leads to, to a lifelong uh, uh, perception of, of bias, mm-hmm. of racism, of racism. Yeah. And, and I think that's what, that's what this show says. You know, well, they're just showing what police have to deal with. We know what police have to deal with. And so, and so, and so, and they do as well. Uh, that's why they hopefully took the job uh, because they wanted to do good. Um, but you know, to to sit up and and say that we need this, it's a PR campaign. That's all it is. It is. It is, and it's a response to. See, now we're in a tech, we're in a high tech 
generation where yeah. we can show you what's happening in our community. Mm-hmm. We can show you how people are being abused, how people are being murdered in real time. Mm-hmm. So now you have to create a countermeasure. Yes. Right. We have to create a countermeasure to counteract the PR because mm-hmm. people are going to remember what they see on TV. Oh, yeah. And they will be brainwashed by it. Just like I hear Bobby often say on the show. Why? How do we change this false image about North Tulsa? Right. And, and, and what what North Tulsa looks like and what and the how I know I remember hearing Bobby talk to the mayor about how we have less crime in North Tulsa than we do in other parts of the city. Yet North Tulsa takes the brunt of the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. We we take the heat for mm-hmm. all the crime that happens in the city as if it's the only place that crime happens in. Mm-hmm. When you produce a show, those producers know exactly what they're doing. And they know who they're doing it for. Exactly. Right. So they saying, look, we're going to have to. And then you got officers who in the past 10 years who mostly who have said white officers in particular have said we're in a state of war. Yeah. When you use that terminology. Exactly. You're telling those people that we are at war with you. We're no mm-hmm. longer peace officers. Yeah. We are officers of war. Yeah. That's what that translates to mean. And if we're not listening and we're not paying attention to the language. Yeah. Then we get caught up and we get naive and we start thinking that, oh, it's okay. And you got somebody in leadership who can say that bias don't exist in the department. When you when you can fix yourself to say that, that that shows you the depth of the psychological trauma, right? Because now you're defending something that I know for a fact you don't believe. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that law enforcement is entertainment. No. I've... Uh done law enforcement for years <laughs> and uh, it's not entertainment right. uh, when you are have the ability to uh, detain someone and um, do what law enforcement does it's the, the basing for the people that's being arrested for me to parade them around mm-hmm. on TV I don't believe it's right. I don't mm-hmm. think anything good comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not a recruiting tool or who are you trying to recruit? <laughs> uh, in exactly. my opinion, it's the wrong type of person mm-hmm. you're trying to recruit. If you're going to use it. And if it is a recruiting tool, you're not getting, you're saying you're not getting any black officers. <laughs> so that must say yeah, that they don't approve of it. Right. <laughs> so, and I remember uh, when uh, cops Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Bad boys came out, and there was a song <laughs> called "Bad Boys," mm-hmm. and there were officers who were arresting people and and riding down the street with them as prisoners, handcuffed, playing that song mm. over their PA system. Man, and they were fired during the Drew, Drew Diamond years. Mm. So, uh, the cops that do, I think, uh, use that. It's uh, it doesn't say that you're here to help. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be law enforcement is to help mm-hmm. the community guardians. Yeah. Yes, and that's contradictory. Yeah. To me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't approve of it. I don't watch cop shows either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's just uh, not good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for the community. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the city. Or the city. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've 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 shared with some and 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 still working to tr- try to figure out a way uh, for we the citizens, we the people, to go out and record last PD recording people. Hmm. You yeah. know, get a group together and say, okay, yeah, you gonna record, we gonna record y'all, mm-hmm. and what y'all do, because let's not make no mistake about it. What's aired is is edited. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they they are editing and they are putting out uh, a narrative that they want. Right. 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 They want us to see. And so the, the community, the masses to see. And so in my mind, especially with Facebook Live, yeah. <laughs> we, we get a group up and we go around and record them. Don't don't camp. obstruct. Don't obstruct. Stay. Keep your distance. Yeah. But let's 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 watch them. I, you know what? I put dash cam in all of my cars now. Oh, really? Because, you know, it's just um, if you if I'm going to be recorded. I want. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to edit it. You're right. Want, <laughs> right, right. You can't say it's live because I'm sure they're going back. Of course, right. it's too smooth. And, it's, it's real and nice. They, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm gonna be yeah. real nice if I if I know if I'm the officer and I know I got a camera to my back. How's that live? 
I mean, how, why? I'm not going to act the way I usually act. Right. When I'm yeah, that's the problem. Dealing with mm-hmm. the public. That's right. Because Just like I the ride along we talked about earlier. As I shared, no, I'm not interested in ride alongs, and that doesn't prove anything to me. Right. Because when you go on a ride along, they're going to put you with the good officer. Right. <laughs> They're going to put you with the officer that, that don't have use of force complaints. They're going to put you right. with the officer that, that has a reputation for treating people fairly. Right. They're not just going to put you with old, old, old Joe Bob over here right. that's, that's, that's out here wreaking havoc. I agree. Right? I mean, I that's agree. common sense. Yeah. You're going to put your best foot forward when right. you, when you, you know, I'm going to show you how good I look. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come up, up in here with, with rollers in my hair and, and, and matter in my, my <laughs> eyes. I'm going to go get ready, get, get pretty. And then that's what I'm going to show you. Yeah. And so that's what we have. It, it is not reality. It's not um, reality. And, it's, and it's only going to portray what they want us to see. Right. And, and, and that's, that's the reality of, of the situation. And we need to say that. And we need to uh, keep pushing for that. And so. you're not going to take people to a place where it's, where it's peaceful and harmonious. Right. <laughs> you look and we're like, we're going to take you to the spot. We already got a tip. We go get, we got a good lead here. Let's take you exactly where we. The producers know what they're doing, right? They know exactly. Mm-hmm. This is this is money. money. That's yeah. right. At yeah. the end of the Somebody day, profited. It's how right. we how can we get the most viewers and make the most money to affect the change that that these people need, right? right? And to keep and to get the community to 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 fall for the narrative that we're pushing, right? Because the push the narrative is not how do we create. Uh, good community policing and how do we have harmonious relationships between police and community? That's not the narrative. Mm-mm. If that were the narrative, we wouldn't right. be complaining about the show. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? You exactly. would see all these great interactions between officers and, and and poor people and people of color in the community that says, we're going to show you how what community policing really looks like, how there are really good officers in the community doing good, That, but that's not the narrative. They want to show you how bad it is in the community, as 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 Wendell put it, the evil in the community. Let us show you all that, mm-hmm. right? Like back when people like Finley and all of them were officers, it was great because we actually got to see them interact with other brothers and sisters in the community who had real life struggles mm-hmm. and watch them operate under the oath that they have made mm-hmm. with no cameras. That's right, right. with no cameras. Like right. it's when they not looking, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In exactly. the barber shop, in, <laughs> in the places where you go, worship. Yes, um, everywhere. Everywhere. Right. And it was respect. Having a camera, having a camera there, then, yes. you know, that's entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It's pure entertainment. I don't believe that law enforcement should be about entertainment, mm-hmm. it should be about helping people. That's right. Exactly. Peace officers. Peace. Yep. And guardians for the community. And guard, guardians for the community. I want to uh, thank our guests. Uh, for coming in, Dr. Tiffany Crutcher, my co-host, who had to step out, but I also want to thank the chief, (laughs) (laughs) the man that always got my back in the community, and also Dean Finley for coming in, dropping in, and and giving us some of that professional perspective uh, that you have, and and being uh, willing to, you know, cross that proverbial blue line just to be honest and tell the truth, because that's the only way we're going to progress in our community. Uh, I want to remind everybody that this show will be a monthly show. Um, the next show will be February 22nd at 11 a.m. Uh, KBOB 89.9. So please plan to tune in. Please uh, be prepared to call in and, and tell us what's on your mind. And, and this is an open forum, so you can call in and talk about anything. Uh, we, we chose to talk about the hot topics uh, that are uh, we are addressing in the community right now, but we want to hear, I want to hear what you have to say to me in District 1. And so thank you again for coming out. And uh, we're going to continue to give the people what they want. That's my theme song. That's right. yeah. <laughs> I love that bass line. And so, uh, just, again, just appreciative and thankful for Bobby Eaton for giving us this platform in the community. Uh, there are several community leaders that will be uh, giving us uh, information uh, and engaging the community on a plethora of platforms and issues that we face in our community. So let's, uh, let's stay strong, agitate, agitate, agitate. Uh, and stay woke. Thank you. Well, I've been all over the world, and everybody feels the same. It's a unanimous decision. I said we're ready for change. Well, well.
We want the truth, the truth, and no more lies. Freedom, justice, and equality. Ha! Want it for you, but I want it for me. Yeah, no, 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 no. 